News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk has accused the government of fiscal gimmickry and poor budgeting in its formal response to the October budget. And Professor Michael McMahon, acting chairperson of IFAC, joins us now. Um, Professor, to say this report is scathing is something of an understatement. You accuse the government of gaming their own system. Explain why. Yeah, the the government in 2021 put forward a rule. To your listeners, uh, they may not understand the importance of these rules, but these are sort of the framework by which we sort of control in a sensible way what the government can do. And they came up with a rule. They would try to keep a particular measure of spending adjusted for tax they raise at or below 5%. They violated it basically every year since. But this year, the complaint, the gimmickry that we talk about, is the fact that they basically started to redefine things. They didn't redefine enough that they came in under the rule, but they made their violation of it look less egregious. So, you know, a rule is as good as it's A, stuck to, and B, it's a sort of sensible rule. If you can redefine things to make it fit oh, okay, you, Okay, so it's just not for people listening, who, 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 these are spending rules. The government can spend up to 5% additionally on what they spent last year. So that, that was the kind of the rule. And they're getting around it how? By redefining things as one-off spends? Is that what we're saying? Or in what way are they redefining things? So, so some of it is one-off. They, they claim things are one-off. Actually, the definition is not so clear in Ireland as just one-off or, or, or permanent. It's a definition between what they call core and non-core. So you might think of something like spending on COVID as a very exceptional item. And therefore, we, we, we're okay with thinking we spread that out over many years and we don't try and force everyone today to pay for COVID okay. spending. But other things like, you know, normal capital investment of the government. So when they're building a new hospital or a school, that forms part of what we would call their core spending because it's their, their normal business business of their job. Even this year, they redefined something as windfall capital spending and therefore took it out of their rule. This is like if you had a diet and you said, I'm not going to eat like sort of treats, but then you redefine what a treat is. You start saying, well, a biscuit isn't a real treat, so I'm allowed to have biscuits. It's just gaming the system, as you say, it's gimmickry. And you've described what they've done as a large stimulus at the wrong time. Why is that serious for the economy? Well, the Irish economy is, like, there's good news here. The Irish economy is doing very well and sort of is the envy of many countries, certainly across Europe. But at that time, what you don't need is a sort of government that, when in the good times, spends all the money. Because then when you get to the the not-so-good times, and we know they come, you have to cut back more aggressively. And, And Ireland's been through this in the last 15 years. You know, we know how painful it is. And so given we didn't need a big stimulus, the right approach was to work in a sort of less aggressive manner now and sort of save some of your power for later. But Michael, what what the government would say if they were here and I interviewed uh, Minister for Finance uh, Michael McGrath yesterday, that that, that they have put billions aside into rainy day funds, into pension reserve funds, into into international protected savings funds so that 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 money is being put aside, you know, so that we do have money to buffer us going forward. Is, Is that not fair enough? No, no, that, that actually that's in the report. We massively welcomed the, the establishment of these funds. This is something we've been calling for for years and something that really should have been established many years ago. But establishing them, putting on a strong legislative basis so that you can't just tap into them whenever you feel like is absolutely the right way to go. And we welcome that from the government. But notwithstanding, it, you know, the economy is doing well and the real pressure has been inflationary pressure. People have all suffered from that. And as energy prices are starting to come back a bit, domestic price pressures are still quite strong. And actually, this fiscal stimulus, this budget risks adding to that over the next year to two years. And okay. that's something that we could have done. So, about. so you're concerned, obviously, about things like inflation, but inflation is dropping. It's dropping, but it's still way, it's still above the ECB's target, which means they will continue to have restrictive interest rate policy, so higher mortgage rates for people. 
And the government with a sort of big stimulus budget is acting against what the ECB is doing. And that's just, uh, you know, that's not what Ireland needed. At okay, the so the ECB is raising interest rates and we're giving people mortgage interest relief. Is, is that what you're saying? That we're sort of giving with one hand and taking away with the other. So we're moving the, the gears in two different directions in terms of... Uh, I mean, that's a really direct example of it. But even if you didn't give the mortgage interest relief, in, instead, if you uh, if you just sort of pushed a lot of money into the, into the economy with energy supports that are untargeted, giving to everyone, that also adds to the sort of price pressures in the economy. I mean, it's, it's clear this is the most critical report IFAC has ever written of a budget here and it is, as I say, scathing. But I was talking to Joe Lynham, our business editor, earlier on the programme and he said that our bond, our, I'm just I'm quoting him, Irish bond yields are now the second lowest in the Eurozone, that we're a second only to Germany, that we're actually viewed as a very low risk economy now, which flies directly in the face of what you're saying. Who's right? No, does it actually, if people read the report, they'll see that uh, at the moment, because of the strong economy and because we have a very well-managed debt stock, so that's the NTMA who, who managed that. We have a very favourable position in terms of our, our dynamics. The point about this sort of the, the report and the, the idea that Ireland needs to get a bit more serious with its fiscal planning and its fiscal framework is these things can change incredibly quickly. We you you, you did in- say that you said if Ireland loses the credibility of, of its fiscal framework, costs can be uh, quick and immense. You're, you're thinking of the UK. The, the UK and, you know, what happened. So there's two examples. What is Ireland before, just at the financial crisis? Our our favourable conditions became very unfavourable super quickly. In the UK example, which was much more recent, September 2022, they sort of made decisions that made it clear they were not being serious. And because they were at a sort of time when they did need to borrow, the market suddenly got worried, got concerned about their credibility, and it goes in an instant. Professor Michael McMahon, Acting Chairperson of the Irish Fiscal Advisory Council, thank you for speaking to News Talk Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.